Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 128 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in beautiful Halifax, Nova Scotia. It's very sunny outside. The sun is right in my eyes. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, it's Justin, the Professor Anderson. Justin, uh, how you doing? Doing really well, yeah. Hyped after a big, uh, big weekend against the Atlanta Braves. So. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but let's just let's just go for it, man. Let's Sweep. be hyped. Break out the brooms. I love yeah. it. Uh, it's always nice to cap off a weekend of winning baseball games. Um, and if you like baseball, you can always follow us at Twitter at uh, BFMD Podcast. Uh, you can check out our website bfmdpodcast.com. Uh, we are on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. And uh, Justin, we're talking about it before the show. We're not going to waste any time. We just want to get into the big news uh, that has dropped since the last time we talked. So take it away. Let's just do this. For sure. Yeah, the big news this week was uh, former Blue Jays second baseman and Hall of Famer Roberto Alomar has been added to baseball's ineligible list following an investigation into allegations against him for sexual misconduct. Uh, Alomar was previously employed uh, by MLB as a consultant for Puerto Rico, was on uh, Rob Manfred's competition committee, and was also employed by the Toronto Blue Jays as a special assistant. He is no longer in any of those positions. Uh, While Alomar's plaque will remain in Cooperstown, at least for now, the Toronto Blue Jays will be removing the banner for Alomar's retired number 12, and his name will be stripped from the level of excellence. Uh, a statement from the Toronto Blue Jays regarding Commissioner Manfred's decision on Roberto Alomar reads as such. The Toronto Blue Jays support Major League Baseball's decision to terminate Roberto Alomar's consultant contract and place him on its ineligible list. Commissioner Manfred concluded that Alomar violated MLB's policies following an investigation into an allegation of sexual misconduct that was recently made against Alomar from an incident that occurred in 2014. Based on this conclusion and our review of the investigation's findings, the Blue Jays are severing all ties with Alomar, effective immediately. The Blue Jays are committed to advancing respect and equity in baseball and are taking further action by removing Alomar from the level of excellence and taking down his banner at Rogers Center. We commend the courage demonstrated by the individual who bravely came forward, and in order to respect their privacy, the organization will have no further comment at this time. Now, a tweet from Shai Davidi uh, with a statement from Lisa Banks, who was the lawyer for the individual who made the, uh, the uh, allegation of sexual misconduct against Roberto Alomar. Here is a statement. Today, Major League Baseball announced that it placed Roberto Alomar on its ineligible list for sexual misconduct after my client, a baseball industry employee, took the brave step of coming forward to MLB with her serious allegations. We applaud MLB for having this matter thoroughly investigated and for taking meaningful action against Mr. Alomar. My client commends other baseball industry survivors who have come forward who helped her feel safer in sharing her own terrible and life-altering experience. My client has no plans to file a lawsuit or take further action. She has not exposed Mr. Alomar's behavior for notoriety or for money and looks forward to moving on with her life. She simply wants to ensure that Mr. Alomar is held accountable for his wrongdoing and hopes her actions can help Major League Baseball 
create a safer workspace for its employees. There's no room here for, well, we don't know the facts. <laughs> the facts are, are, are clear. This, this investigation was completed. Uh, and and con the conclusion was that Alamar had uh, done what, 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 the, what this person said he did. So for anybody who out there who thinks that this is not true, it's true. It's over. It's done with. And that's really all we're going to say about it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else to say. Um, believe victims when they come forward with, uh, with what's happened to them. There's no space for this kind of misconduct in baseball. We saw the Mets take very swift action earlier uh, in the season when they fired. Uh, I actually don't even remember the name of the, uh, the manager uh, because it doesn't matter. Uh, they're out of baseball. And uh, hopefully moving forward, we don't ever have to uh, address uh, Roberto Alomar again. Uh, yeah. I would agree with that. The matter, the matter is settled. It's sealed. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we never mention him again on this podcast. If we do, it's completely by mistake. Into into baseball news uh, and on the field news. In injured list news, uh, George Springer and Teoscar Hernandez are both back for the Blue Jays. Ross Stripling is back. And Hunjin Ryu is eligible to come back on the 6th, which would hopefully only make, uh, make that so he only misses one start if he's ready to come off. That would be for Thursday's finale in Oakland. Uh, but today, Toronto did make some IL moves. Anthony Castro was placed on the 10-day injured list with the right forearm strain. Tommy Malone was placed on the 10-day IL. Uh, and Alejandro Kirk was also placed in the 10-day IL. It was reported that he had a lep left hip flexor uh, issue uh, that he suffered last night while running uh, down to first on a long foul ball. Uh, as a result of the recent moves, uh, Jonathan Davis was optioned to the alternate site, and Blue Jay fan favorite Tanner Roerick was designated for assignment. <laughs> Today, R Riley Adams got the call up in place of Alejandro Kirk. Welcome to the show, Riley. Um, he came. He comes up uh, straight from Double A, although he was going to be playing in Triple A this year, and likely will be there once Kirk is ready to return. Uh, a transaction. Uh, we also acquired Paxton Schultz from Milwaukee as the player to be named later. That was in completion of the uh, Derek Fisher trade. Schultz is a right-handed pitcher who's got some some decent stuff. I think he's only pitched ever in Double A, but uh, definitely a depth arm and probably more than we ever should have gotten for Derek Fisher. Yeah, I mean, I think what's interesting about this is, remember how I mentioned Riley Adams the last time uh, we talked about it, and now I'm kind of excited uh, to see whether or not he gets in uh, a bunch of games or they're going to go with uh, the hot hand right now because Danny Jansen, he had a big game today. <laughs> Huge game. He's back. Do we, do we want to say any, any last words on Tanner Rourke or... I mean, it was. Do you find it weird? Uh, wasn't it like a like a day or two ago, uh, before he was DFA? They announced uh, he was on like some sort of leave. Yeah, he was on. Um, I think his family medical leave. So hopefully everything's yeah. okay. But uh, obviously, uh, the beginning of the end for him was when he was removed from the rotation. I think he made like what maybe two starts in relief, and they were both. Yeah. Uh, shaky i think he escaped one unscathed but yeah he, he's his usefulness in the organization unfortunately um or it were it's welcome and he was just taking up a roster spot from somebody who can actually contribute so happy trails to him hopefully he 
bounces back, maybe he'll pitch somewhere else uh, or else. I mean, he's made enough money in his career. He should be fine for the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, happy trails, Tanner Rourke. <laughs> um, it's also what sucked too is Jonathan Davis getting option. It was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, um, probably not the last time we're going to see him. No, we know he's probably the first, first guy up and if any uh, other outfielders get injured. So, or if there's ever a yeah. double header, he could be a guy who comes up to as that, 27th man um all right into the results uh the blue jays were able to sweep the atlanta braves over the weekend friday's game was a uh, resounding 13 to 5 victory (laughs) for your toronto blue jays they managed 13 runs on 14 hits and for once didn't commit a defensive error so that was awesome robbie ray looked great in his start he went six and two thirds only gave up five hits two earned runs for the second start in a row he did not walk a batter Yes. Uh, he struck out five, and the two runs were on a two-run shot. Uh, Ryan Barucki had a little shaky relief appearance in that one. Uh, he gave up three runs in two-thirds of an inning and did walk a couple batters there, too. Uh, Joel Payamps threw two-thirds, and Jordan Romano uh, pitched the final inning there, and it looked like he's kind of getting back on track. Uh, George Springer, Patrick, got his first hit as a Blue Jay in that game. Uh, Boba Shett was a nice two for five. Teoscar Hernandez had a couple of hits. Guriello had three hits. Uh, Kirk had yes. two. Espinal had two. Marcus Samin was the only starter not to get a, uh, a hit in that game, and he still had a walk and scored a run, too. So everybody contributed to that victory. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was walked three times. I believe one was <laughs> intentional. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, teams are very afraid to pitch to Vladdy right now. His average still sits at uh, right around that 350 mark as we uh, head, head out to the, to the West Coast. Um, yeah, that game was awesome. We roughed up Drew Smiley. Uh, the Jays scored a, a run from the third until the eighth inning. There was no zeros after the first two. It took them a little bit to get used to Smiley, and then once they saw him that first time through the order, it was uh, that was all she wrote. Yeah, um, they, what were your thoughts on, on that one? They annihilated them, and then we got into the bullpen, and we annihilated their bullpen. You love and that to made see it. it. Really, you love to see it because it made the rest of the the series uh, slightly predictable when it came to the results. Uh, shout out though, look at all these multi hit games. You got you love to see it. Kirk with two homers, uh, it was fantastic. Um, we uh, Hernandez with the two hits. Uh, I was just, I was really happy. And then Santiago Espinal too. Uh, hey, guess what? Santiago Espinal still hitting 350. Same as Vladdy. Same averages. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit less <laughs> no, at bats, but you'll have to see it anyway. Yeah, no, he's been great off the bench. What impressed Defensively me too, too. Defensively at third, he has looked very strong. Uh, and as much as I like professional baseball hitter Joe Panic. Um, Espinal is, as far as I know, error-free at third, and he, he bolsters the uh, the left side there. I like it. Yeah, for sure he does. Uh, game two was a comeback victory for the Blue Jays. They gave up a, a grand slam to uh, Christian Pache in the second inning mm. uh, before storming back, uh, tying the game in the seventh, and then winning the game in ten innings. The big story in that game, George Springer with two home runs, including a 116.4 mile per hour, 470 foot, 32 degree launch angle bomb that landed in the school uh, across the street over the screen in left field. It was the hardest hit ball of George Springer's career since StatCast became a thing in 2015. So 
pretty cool there. Uh, his other home run, the first or the first one that he hit was to right fields. Uh, it was great to see him, and and that second home that he hit actually tied the game in the seventh. So uh, Travis Bergen opened the game for the Blue Jays. He threw a clean one, two, three first before Tommy Malone came in for some bulk. It got off to a little bit of a shaky start for old Tommy Boy. Uh, he did end up giving giving up four runs over on six hits over two and a third, including a home run. But overall, I mean, it could have been worse for a guy who uh, doesn't throw harder than 85. That's uh, the slowest fastball in the American League. He obviously got placed <laughs> on the IL today too, so hopefully everything is okay for him. Yeah, hopefully uh, we get him Trent, back soon. Trent Thornton then came in for two innings. He gave up a solo home run, but otherwise looked pretty solid. He did get, walk a couple guys, but struck out four. Uh, Tim Mesa continued his uh, zero on the on the ERA scale, and he pitched two thirds of an inning. David Phelps, Tyler Chatwood, Rafael Delis, and Jordan Romano, who pitched in his second game in a row, all pitched uh, an inning each from the uh, sixth and through the tenth, or sorry, the seventh through the tenth. They held Atlanta scoreless. Uh, Randall Gritchick was also two for five, including the winning RBI single with the bases loaded in the 10th yes. after the Braves decided to intentionally walk Kevin Biggio. I believe the count <laughs> was three, one at the time with, uh, yeah. with, with two runners on, they decided just to fill him up and face Gritch. And obviously, uh, he made them pay by shooting that line drive right back up the middle. Love it. Love it. Is there a guy who's been, well, aside from Vladdy, is there anybody who's been more valuable uh, at the plate than Grichuk. It seems like every game that we won early on in the year before we started to get on this roll, Grichuk was the one doing the damage. And here he is again in extra innings, getting that opportunity and making the most of it. It was it, it, tremendously impressive bullpen feat, but Randall Grichuk, man, I'm starting to like him more now than I did like last year when he was hitting well for us as well. Because he hit like 274 last year, I think. Something like that. And now, yeah. he, now he's hitting 298. Yeah, he's having a, a good <laughs> start. I was looking at his spray charts a little bit over the last couple of years, and he has started using uh, kind of the opposite field a lot more. Um, yeah. Where his early on when he got when he got him, he was basically a, a dead pull hitter. So it's good to see a guy uh, adapting and overcoming, as, he, as they say. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um... <laughs> He's becoming a very reliable bat. And what's really cool, too, is, like, I know we talked a lot about, like, are we going to trade him? Let's trade him to get pitching help. No, let's hold on to him because the dude is probably going to hit 30 home runs anyway and probably have somewhere between 80 and 100 RBI. Yeah, I'll he's definitely uh, definitely valuable. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, you'll, I'll love, you'll love to see it. Um all right, into the game three, which was today's ball game. The Blue Jays completed the sweep with a 7-2 victory. Ross Stripling activated off the IL before the game. He went four and a third. He cruised through four innings and then ran into some trouble in the fifth. Ended up being charged with two runs on five hits allowed. Walked one, struck out four. His ERA for the season actually dropped from, about I think it was about seven and a half down to 639. So yeah. uh, it was it was a solid four innings. I mean, I think that's what you can you can ask for a guy uh, coming back off the IL who hadn't given you a ton of bulk before then. So a great a great start for Strip, held the boys in, and the bats were were available were able to score some runs again today too off of Ian Anderson. Uh, Ryan Barucki ended up picking up the win today. He got Yay. five outs, so he rebounded off that shaky shaky outing from Friday, pitched inning in two thirds, including three Ks. 
Uh, Chatwood, again, kept his zeros on the board for the season. He pitched an inning, gave up a hit, but struck out one. David Phelps struck out the side. His ERA is at 087. And Joel Payamps uh, gave up a couple of hits with a strikeout in the top of the ninth before uh, they brought in Delise to wrap up that final out of the inning for the save. He struck out the only batter that he faced. Uh, Barucki, that was his actual third one of the season already, so he's come into some some tight ball games where the where the uh, game was uh, kind of up up in the air, and then of course the Jays are able to score some runs and give him that winning uh, pitcher credit today. Offensively, Bo Bichette was two for five. Grichik again with another two hits. Marcus Semin, two for four, the home run, uh, which was in the eighth inning. And then everyone's favorite catcher, Danny Jansen, broke his long over today. He ended up getting uh, two hits, also walked. He was two for three with an RBI. He drove in the Blue Jays, uh, I think it was, was it their first run of the game in the second? I believe that was when he uh, had that single. Um, Ross Stripling says that uh, his forearm issue uh, came up after throwing a lot of sliders in one of his starts. He leaned more on his curveball today and felt much better about how he balanced the scouting report with his own arsenal. That was from Keegan Matheson. Uh, some other things from Keegan. Uh, George Springer exited the game prior to his uh, his his spot in the order in the sixth. Joe Panic pinch hit. Um, in Springer's final at-bat in the fourth, Keegan notes he struck out on an awkward lunging swing, but there was nothing particularly evident. Uh, we do have some news. Um Arden Zwelling and uh, Keegan Matheson are both reporting this, that George Springer was just feeling some fatigue, called it uh, leg fatigue. Montoya was quoted as saying, we're going to be careful with him. So we took him out. It was the best thing for him today. So hopefully he's able again to to DH on this road trip. It would be awesome to see him, uh, even if they give him a a day off or something, try and get him back in the field for his return to Houston. I'd love to see him uh, roam in the outfield in Blue Jay Blue against the uh, Astros on their home turf. But yeah, yep. that was that was game three, Patrick Marsh. There's a lot. There's a lot in this that I want to talk about, though. Shout out to Ross Stripling, though. Uh, Huge shout out. Uh, very, very happy with what he was able to to pull off today. It was it was it was a big ask. Uh, game three, a really hungry Braves lineup. He came in, uh, and he outsmarted uh, the big boys, the Freemans, the Acunas. First pitch of the game, Acuna took him just to the edge of the track. Um, but it was an easy catch. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was, a, it was, it, it, I was a little nervous. Um, but then you could kind of see like he had a strategy and it worked out quite well. And one of those runs, actually, I don't even know if it should be an earned run because it was kind of a misplay by Guriel. Uh, I guess the ball got carried by the wind and instead of it being just like a, you know, an easy fly out right up against the wall, it ended up turning into a double, uh, that was in the second, I think. Um, but whatever. Uh, Stripling looked great. Uh, I was really happy with uh, with that performance. And then, of course, the goose egg gang came in. Baraki, Chatwood, Phelps, <laughs> Pam, Stolis, Blanks. Not much you can do if you're Atlanta. Must yeah. be really frustrating, especially when you've got Baraki, a lefty. you got to deal with him. Uh, definitely threw the Braves off their game because he struck out three. Dave Phelps came in, gave up a hit, but he struck out the side. That was great. You love to see it. Danny Jansen. Man, we we just got to keep rooting for him. I think he felt our energy from the last episode. Uh, Man, we've been we've been rooting out. him on like in our in our DMs, like our private message that we have and then also like 
I've been tweeting at him on Twitter, like, or for him on Twitter, like, come on, Danny, you could like basically just keeping, keeping the pumping the tires. You never know when that guy's going to break out. So hopefully this is, uh, hopefully he has a good road trip. Yep. But uh, you love to see it. You, you, nice, uh, nice sweep there. Marcus Samin with a 396-foot bomb. Bomb, yeah. Uh, when it bounced off the concrete. I don't know why. I just find it amusing when balls, once they're hit past the wall and it's a home run, when they, like, do wild bounces and stuff. I just, I'm very entertained by that. I'm a simple <laughs> man. I'm like a dog, <laughs> I guess. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> moving ahead and looking ahead to the Oakland series. Uh, the Blue Jays are heading out to the Bay Area for four games. Um, the first game, we got some late start times for you East Coast folks. Uh, 9.40 p.m. Ooh. Eastern time starts. That's 10.40 for Patrick Marsh in the Atlantic. Uh, 7.40 for me. The The Thursday game is a getaway day. It'll be an afternoon game for all you uh, Eastern people. If you even are real, I don't know. Um, Charlie Montoya, a couple things that just popped up on Twitter. The rotation for the uh, Oakland series, health willing, is Steven Matz on Monday. Anthony Kay, who was recalled today, will start Tuesday's game. Robbie Ray will start Wednesday's game. And Hunjin Ryu, if healthy enough, will start Thursday's game. I don't know if you know, Patrick, but that's four lefties in a row. And I am all for it. Give me more lefties. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> what's great too is like we're catching Oakland after their big win streak. Uh, yeah, they get up to they were thirteen and seven when the win streak is over. They're only sixteen and twelve now, so they've they've slowed down. They've, they've slowed down quite a bit. They've regressed to the mean. Yep. Uh, if I can borrow borrow uh, my sayings, well, but Matt's just going to say that <laughs> Matt's is coming off a rough start. I have faith in him. Yeah, especially because he, you know, he wasn't burnt out uh, when he was yanked from that game. I think he'll be all right. And um, I'm very curious to see who starts on Tuesday. It's Anthony K. Confirmed. Confirmed on Twitter. Yeah. Wow. I just I just read that out. Yeah, Anthony K. Tuesday, Robbie Ray Wednesday, and hopefully Ryu on Thursday. Four lefties, Patrick. Ryu on Thursday. Is that going to be the when they play Houston? Nope. It's a four gamer against Oakland. Oh shit! Oh, I forgot to pull the last. It's all <laughs> I good. I I'm on the ball. <laughs> I forgot to pull the the last one. Uh, I forgot that. We I had... I can't uh, I I can't give you shit though because like you put you did all the work on the sheet so I'm just <laughs> I'm just here to fill in the blanks. And the Thursday, that's the getaway one, right? That's so the getaway should... day afternoon afternoon game. Yeah. Yeah. So we should be able. Well, that'll well, probably be when our next episode comes out. Indeed, What's that? it will. What's the date on that? The sixth. Yep. Yeah. Um. A couple other things, too. This is from Arden Zwelling, who I just read the rotation off of as well. Uh, he said that the Blue Jays are planning to carry A.J. Cole and Jonathan Davis on the taxi squad for the Oakland series, but the, the roster, roster turn is going to get uh, more difficult as the Manor Lake season does begin. I believe it's on Wednesday the 5th. So uh, it'll be interesting to see who is kept on that taxi squad because, again, those guys aren't going to get everyday ABs. Um, they'll just be hanging out with the boys on the road. And not being with their their minor league affiliates, so it'll be interesting to see who they decide to keep going forward there. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting series. The A's, uh, yeah, like you said, they're sixteen and twelve right now. The Blue Jays are obviously uh, what are we fourteen and twelve now? We're fourteen and twelve. Hell yeah! Uh, so yeah, a couple of teams who are are pretty evenly matched record wise. Obviously, the A's have played two additional games. We've had a couple of rainouts. 
but uh, I'm just going to see who the, who the Oakland A's starting pitchers are. They're all TBD as of now, so we can't really highlight any matchups. They, they placed Jesus Luzardo on the IL uh, today after he got roughed up. Apparently, he uh, I was reading the, the notes. on my, I have him on my Dynasty baseball uh, team. I'm, let me read out these uh, injury notes to you. Give me a second to, to oh, pull that God. up. It's a... Uh, it's a classic um, young player injury. It's uh, according to Matt Kawahara of the San Francisco Chronicle, Luzardo suffered a, left, a fractured left pinky. It's a hairline fracture prior to his start Saturday against the Orioles when he bumped his pitching hand while playing a video game. <laughs> oh, my God. He was roughed up for six runs uh, over three innings on Saturday, only three yeah. earned runs. He was sent for an x-ray, which revealed a hairline fracture. Regardless of whether or not surgery is required, the Zardo appears destined for uh, to be on this shelf longer than the 10-day minimum, deriving uh, or depriving the A's of one of their top starters. Mike Fierres is going to be expected to be the number five starter during Luzardo's absence. So mm. a video game injury. That's always fun. He must have gotten maybe he's probably got killed playing Warzone or something. Got mad. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I've definitely probably. hit a few things myself playing Warzone before, but. Uh, <laughs> Not hard well, enough to break a finger, that's for sure. I, I one thing I, I'd like to close the episode, uh, if I can be granted that. Um, I suppose this, I'll allow it. There, there, there's this incredible story that came out of uh, the Arizona Diamond. Oh yeah, let's weekend. talk about this. I want to talk about this. This is so uh, good. It, it's, it's incredible. Uh, so I guess what happened was, uh, if I go to the start of this timeline, because it goes back, it was like two days ago. Or yesterday. It was last night. Yeah, I've got last, it open here too. It's great. There's there's this really long like saga going on where a friend uh, messaged the Arizona Diamondbacks Twitter directly, and uh, it's uh, at or Buck Army. I I don't know who it is. Uh, anyway, so uh, he tweeted to, to the Diamondbacks that uh, his roommate was on a date uh, six rows above home plate, and there was some back and forth. And uh, they found him, <laughs> and they got him up on the uh, on the jumbotron. And uh, uh, I guess the uh, do you, do you want to reveal what uh, what the results were? Yeah, so uh, they ended up uh, getting these guys on the uh, on the jumbotron. Uh, other teams were chiming in, like the Mariners' Twitter was responding. Uh, then the Carolina Panthers got in on it, <laughs> and then uh, today uh, it was it was it was shown it was revealed that uh, the D-backs actually messaged the guy being like, "Hey, will there be a third date?" <laughs> and uh, the guy's like, "Yes, there will." And I guess they they posted a picture of uh, then they both got baseballs from the D-backs last night. So it, it's it's so cool when uh, the social media coordinators who do not get paid enough money, by the way, for these teams, yeah, uh, interact with these folks on Twitter. The TV crew got into it for the Arizona Diamondbacks on that thread too, so there was a lot going on. But uh, baseball Twitter <laughs> was enthralled by this uh, this interaction, this this conversation between a, a professional sports social media coordinator and a, a random guy on Twitter who is looking for his friend on a date. So, I mean, he is verified on Twitter. I believe he has some. He has a YouTube. Channel. Some sort of YouTube guy. So yeah. he's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about them, but I mean, that being said, super cute couple, very cute picture of them up on their Instagram right now, uh, the D-backs Instagram, and there is going to be a third date, so I'm, I'm invested, man. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's like a TV show now. 
Yeah, I hope we uh, hope we find the conclusion of this. Maybe they'll get married in like a year or something, and they'll, they'll be all stemming back to that this great second date in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, they're that now the pressure's on though. That I feel kind of feel bad for them because I mean, every everybody's watching them now. We're all kind of, <laughs> we're we're all kind of they're like, in the in, public in eye. They're like a, they're <laughs> yeah. like the ro- they're like the royal family now of baseball <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i'm excited for the uh i'm excited for this four game set against the athletics obviously i'm a you know the athletics are kind of my my backup team i guess you could say um love the unis they got the crispest unis outside of the j so be kind of cool i wonder if we'll rock the powders while they I, rock the, uh, if we do it'll be a definitely in reuse start he likes to wear those he likes the powders yeah yeah I'm I'm invested. I'm very I'm very interested in this series. And um, who do we got after that? We got after we have the three four. three in Houston, and then we have yeah. three in Atlanta on the way back. Whew. And then I think we have there's one off day, and it's uh, March the tenth. Uh yeah, I think that is correct. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a busy uh, a busy ten ten game road swing here for the Jays. Yeah, they do have uh, the Monday the tenth off. And after that, they come home for Philly, Boston, and Tampa Bay. So it doesn't get any easier this month, Patrick. It's going to be a, a fun month of baseball. It should be some, some competitive games. And, yeah, we just got to continue along for the ride. Hopefully uh, Kirk is okay and can come back after those 10 days. It would be nice to get him back uh, for the, the Atlanta or uh, close to the Atlanta series somewhere in there. Um, and hopefully uh, Danny Jansen can continue to hit after today's game, getting off the schneid there. Maybe Riley Adams will definitely see him at some point in the Oakland series, maybe for the getaway game or maybe for the, the fifth. Who oh, knows? We we right now we're in a three way tie for the wild card for wild card two. You're looking we're at the tied. standings, Patrick, on May second. I just want to point that out to you. That's right. Uh, so the <laughs> the Sox, the Chicago White Sox have it. Have the first one. They're a game up on us. Um, and then we are in a tie with Houston and Seattle. We're 14 and 12. They're 15 and 13. So obviously we have two games in hand. Uh, we'll see how that kind of pans out for us. And then not too far behind the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and Orange County. Uh, they're a half game back. And then the Yankees, boo, are 14 and 14 and they're one game back. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned you mentioned the White Sox. They uh, Luis Robert actually left the game for them today with a right hip flexor strain. Oh my um, God. So their their outfielders, their young players are just dropping like like flies. So hopefully uh, hopefully he's okay. It's an exciting young player, but uh, just wanted to you brought it up, so I wanted to mention it. It's um, just the amount of injuries, dude. It's kind of crazy. And it, you know what else is crazy? <laughs> Guess who's first place in the NL West right now? Oh God! It's, uh, it's the San Francisco Giants. Right? Yeah, they're t- they have the same amount of wins as the the Dodgers. They've the Dodgers lost. are kind of falling off a little bit because with without yep. Bellinger, they're they're not as good of a team. They're two and eight in their last ten. They've lost three in a row. The Padres uh, have won three in a row and are sixteen and twelve. While the Giants are five and five in their last ten, which is weird to say because they it's like they fought they've failed upwards because they've lost <laughs> yeah. the last two games and they're still holding on <laughs> to the NL West. So. Yeah, it's uh, interesting to see the Giants uh, kind of resurge a little bit, but we'll see if that if that holds. Um, yeah, I think that's really all we've got to talk about today. We'll be back on Thursday evening after the conclusion of the Oakland series, hopefully reporting another uh, series win for the Blue Jays. But until then, 
It's uh, Justin Anderson here in Saskatoon and Patrick Marsh out in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Thanks for listening. Again, find us on Twitter at BFMD Podcast and on our website, bfmdpodcast.com. Wherever you listen, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Please leave us a, a, a review if you can on those platforms. Give us a follow. Every little, every little bit helps us uh, get our word out to more people. Spread the gospel of BFMD, if you will. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for us. And like I said, we will talk to you Thursday evening. <laughs>